1: Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh, and there's Chuck, and there's Jerry. And this is Short Stuff. The slang edition.
0: That's right. And while we are not friends of Dorothy, we are friends of friends of Dorothy.
1: Yeah, well put, man.
0: <laughs> I wanted to say, hey, we're friends of Dorothy because it seems like it could mean that you're just uh, endorse the LGTBQ community, but that's totally. not what it means.
1: No, it doesn't. It means you're straight up member of the LGBTQ community. That's right. Um, and it's slang. Like I said, it, does, it doesn't it does have any direct meaning, or does it? We're going to find out. Um, but the whole reason that you would have slang, kind of a coded phrase for being gay, is just part of the shameful past of how gay people were treated in, in Europe and in America up until very recently.
0: Of course. And so there was code. Uh, that they would use amongst themselves uh, so they wouldn't, uh, you know, all manner of bad things could happen if, if word was out about them. So, uh, shamefully, they did need code. Uh, but like you said in this article that you put together, um, let's move on to the more fun stuff, which is where this came from.
1: Right. Who is so Dorothy? Who is Dorothy? That's the great question. And actually, it's never really been answered, to tell you the truth. Um, supposedly, the whole uh, the, the That phrase, friend of Dorothy, to mean a gay person, has been around since the World War II era, says the Pride website. Okay? It's a legit source. But then we head on over to the Wizard of Oz fan blog, Friends of Dorothy, and they say it doesn't appear in any gay slang books or academic reviews of gay slang in the 20th century, which mm-hmm. is really weird because it definitely did exist. It wasn't, you know, wasn't just... Me and people I knew using that, like it was widespread. And exactly how old it is really kind of matters, doesn't it? Well, yeah,
0: because we're going to talk about some Dorothy candidates. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like we should probably talk about these first three and then take our break and get to the man, the, the big whammy.
1: You know it. You know exactly <laughs> what you're doing.
0: Oh, I appreciate that. Uh, the first Dorothy we're going to talk about, and there's some... Legitimacy here for sure, because there was a socialite named Dorothy King uh, in 20th century London, early 20th century London. Uh, And Dorothy King, uh, very early on in London, was a a friend of the gay community, especially gay men. She would have these big parties, uh, and apparently they would use friend of Dorothy or friend of Mrs. King Mm -hmm. uh, to refer to themselves as slang to get them in these parties or just to talk about them.
1: Yeah, the fact that there's also a friend of Mrs. King, meaning the same thing, a gay man in the early 20th century, mid-20th century, that really supports the possibility that she was the original Dorothy. I agree. Okay, the next one is Dorothy Parker. She's also a great contender. She's coming out of not just New York, but also Los Angeles in the 1930s and then later on in the 60s. Those are the two times that she really uh, had a huge impact and was kind of almost an icon in the gay community because, like Dorothy King, she surrounded herself with uh, gay people at a time when gay people were very much persecuted. Um, And she was also a huge ardent supporter of the civil rights movement as well.
0: Yeah, I did not know about her 60s comeback. Um, I know all about the 30s Dorothy Parker was kind of uh, kind of into researching that for a little while, quite a few years ago. Oh, yeah? But did not know about the 60s LA version. Doesn't surprise me. Pretty cool, because I can see her then uh, sitting around a, a mid-century modern pool doing the same thing she was rocking in the 30s in New York. Yes. But she married a man who was openly bisexual. Uh, he referred to himself as, quote, queer as a billy goat. Mm-hmm. So she was uh, she was very much in the running as a possible Dorothy.
1: Yes. Um, and then lastly, the, the third of the first three Dorothys mm-hmm. was a woman named Dorothy Dean. She was an African-American socialite in New York. And she was very much in the orbit of the gay community uh, especially through Andy Warhol and his gang, and was not like um, you his know gang of she just, she, Right, exactly. <laughs> it sounded like she's kind of like hung out with Warhol every once in a while. Like she was part of Warhol's inner circle. Would appear in his films. Like she was uh, a bit of a muse for him. And then also, as if her cool cred uh, in the art community and gay community couldn't get any better, yeah. she was a door. I guess a doorman is what they would have called her in the um, unliberated early 60s.
0: Yeah, if you wanted to be cool back then, you could work the door at one of two places, either CBGB or Max's Kansas City. Mm -hmm. And she worked the door at Max's Kansas City, uh, which was a music club and, and bar and hangout of the coolest of the cool in the 60s and 70s.
1: Yes, so she knew everybody. And she also had a lot of gay friends too. So it's entirely possible that she was uh the The Dorothy that we spoke of she couldn't have been the Dorothy if this this phrase has been around since World War two but the one of the things that I figured out about this Chuck is that um it could have been any of these Dorothys all these Dorothys could have could mm-hmm. you could you could use that phrase and it would still hold water um at different times depending on the context too so it's not like any of these are wrong necessarily they all win I agree, but there is one that's actually the winner.
0: That's right. And we'll introduce this winner, and I bet you know who it is, right after this.
2: When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all.
1: Find Altoids in the checkout aisle. Grab your tin today.
2: Learning things with Chuck and Chuck. All the stuff you should know.
1: Okay, Chuck, it's time for the big reveal. <laughs> Who is Dorothy for Reals? Somewhere over the rainbow. Keep going. I'm I'm not familiar. <laughs> I don't know the rest of the words. Something uh, cries. There's way up high. Way up high. So who cries? <laughs> Did no one cry? No, I think you've misheard <laughs> it.
0: I think you're right. Uh, we're talking about Dorothy Gale, uh, the character in uh, L. Frank Baum's Wizard of Oz mm-hmm. book series. Um, and there's a few big-time reasons for this, one really big-time reason. Uh, But the movie Wizard of Oz is special in the LGBTQ community because um, Dorothy kind of comes out in her own way and undergoes this transformation from a a very um, sort of boring black and white world to a brilliant, colorful, rainbow-filled world.
1: Yeah, and that's just if you're reading the book. She also, in the book, um, befriends and accompanies three men, none of whom are traditionally masculine or manly. And there's even a part in the book, uh, well, not The Wizard of Oz, but one of the other books um, from the Oz series, where um, another character tells her, Dorothy, you have some queer friends. And she says, the queerness doesn't matter so long as they're friends. Yeah, I don't know about that part because that's not what queer meant in that No, but, but the point is this, is whether it meant No, they certainly didn't mean queer as in gay. They just meant strange, unusual. And that's, I think, where queer applied to gay people, especially in the uh, mid-20th century, that's where it came from. I mean, you're you're weird. You're off or whatever. And Dorothy's saying it doesn't matter how they're off. It doesn't even matter that they're off. It just matters that they're friends. And I think if you felt alienated, especially if you felt alienated because you were gay, uh, that something like that would have resonated with you. And I think that's, that's why a lot of gay people, it's very, it's easy to stereotype at this point because there's probably a lot of gay people who can't stand Wizard of Oz, but there's a lot of gay people who do love Wizard of Oz.
0: That's right. And uh, one of the big reasons why is because the star of Wizard of Oz uh, was none other than Judy Garland, who mm. is top three gay icon. Maybe, I mean, a lot of arguments for number one, but I would say definitely
1: top three. Who are the other two? Oh, well, you know. Lon Chaney Jr. Okay, I would you say <laughs> – well, I don't know uh, that
0: w- that would be tough because you could throw Cher in there, you could throw Barbara mm-hmm. Streisand in there, Madonna certainly, Liberace. Madonna. Who?
1: Liberace.
0: Oh, Liberace, of course. Um, so maybe it, it might be one of those things where the top three is like a list of ten people.
1: Yeah, I think because we just had so much trouble even narrowing it down to top three, she might be the number one then. Maybe,
0: but it's not for us to say anyway. You know?
1: No, it's not. You're right, Chuck. But I'm we glad can speculate. You said it straight. <laughs>
0: Uh, but Judy Gar- Garland is certainly a gay icon. Uh, there have been, you know, everything from uh, her her funeral, which was uh, attended by more people than uh, Rudolph Valentino, mm-hmm. uh, to her. Uh, I mean, Rufus Wainwright did an entire tour where Rufus sings Judy Garland.
1: Yeah, yeah. And her her funeral that day of her funeral was this. That later that night was the Stonewall riot. And a lot of people were like, well, Judy Garland's death kicked off the Stonewall riots, with kick, which kicked off the era of civil rights for gay people. Um, and that's apparently been refuted by some people. But other people said, no, that, that definitely had something to do with it. I it's bet just, it was a
0: factor, man. I mean, it, if you're at yeah. a boiling point mm-hmm. and then one of your icons and in- – spiritual leaders dies mm-hmm. uh that'll send you and if you're at a bar drinking and you're sad about that that could definitely be the straw that breaks the camel's back
1: yeah and if you're sad about it and everyone with you at that bar is sad about the exact same thing that sense yeah. of camaraderie and collectiveness sure. yeah it could definitely translate into that and there was also um like it's really kind of difficult to to understate like the impact in the the the, what an icon she was! Overstate? But I saw it. Did I say understate? Yeah, I did. Huh? didn't I? <laughs> It's difficult to overstate it because. Um, but I saw it like really summarized well by this one quote. Some some writer was describing a bio of her that was first put on as a stage play, but was later produced into Judy, starring Renee Zellweger. Mm-hmm. Um, the stage play was called *End of the Rainbow*. But the, this writer said that it was explaining the end of the rainbow is like a gay version of the passion of the Christ. <laughs> Very nice. It really kind of gets across like what an icon she is and was in the, in the gay community.
0: Yeah. I'm going to end up with my final verdict being Dorothy could be a combination of all these Dorothys.
1: Totally. And could have been any one of them to different people at different times. So, the last thing about this, Chuck, is the slang has actually gone the way of the dinosaur, which is good because that suggests that gay people don't feel the need to encode their gayness nearly as much anymore, if at all, in a lot of places, which is wonderful. But before that happened, right before that happened, <laughs> in the late 80s, there was a an actual witch hunt to root out gay people in the military that was spearheaded by Navy intelligence services and Army intelligence. And it was terrible and shameful. And they wasted hundreds of millions of dollars doing this because an admiral, a vice admiral named Joseph S. Donnell, flipped out at the idea that there were gay men in the military. Apparently he'd never noticed and wasted all this money doing this. But the one good thing that came out of this was this amazing story that I think you should tell everybody.
0: <laughs> well, the intelligence, and I say that with quotes around it, <laughs> got a hold of the Friends of Dorothy um, usage, and they thought there was a real Dorothy that was providing uh, quarter for gay men in the military and would uh, was, a, was sympathetic to their cause and aiding and abetting them. And so they spent a lot of money of your tax dollars trying to chase down who Dorothy was because these friends of hers were serving in the military.
1: And they wanted to get her to inform on them. Amazing. They didn't never find her, though, huh?
0: That seems like a, a made-up story. It's so great.
1: It does. I saw it in multiple sources, though, so I think it's actually real, including oh, real. the L.A. Times. Yeah. Uh, and that's it, everybody. That's it for Friends of Dorothy. Now you can say, hey, I'm a friend of a friend of Dorothy. And people say, what does that mean? You say, let me tell you. That's right. Okay. Which, of course, means short stuff is out.
2: Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeart Radio, visit the iHeartRadio app,
1: Apple Podcasts, or wherever
2: you listen to your favorite shows.